Welcome back to another episode of RMLD's Current Insights. This is a podcast where we delve into vital issues that impact uh, our customers at Ready Municipal Light Department and as well as the communities that we serve. As always, uh, I'm the host of today's podcast. My name is Greg Phipps. I'm the general manager, and I'm joined by our executive producer, Julie Blackley. Welcome. Um, today, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to focus on our commercial and industrial customers. And uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking with our special guest today, our integrated resources specialist, a gentleman named Ryan Wynn. Ryan, welcome. So, Ryan, uh, let's just take a moment, right? We, uh, we always like our, our audiences to get a chance to know who you are. So, just in a couple sentences, tell us about yourself and what you do at RMLD. Great. Thank you, Greg. Uh, my name is Ryan Wynn. I'm an integrated resource specialist at RMLD. Um, I started in 2022, so I've been at the company mm. for about a year and a half now. Um, I'm originally from Burlington, Massachusetts, and I actually went to high school in Reading, so I'm familiar with the area. Um, and at RMLD, I work on a lot of the commercial projects, whether that be solar or battery storage projects. Um, and as of recently, I've been working on some of the municipal solar projects at RMLD. Oh, great. Ryan, we are glad to have you as part of the RMLD team. So we're, uh, we're going to do our standard format, you know, kind of questions, um, just, you know, more topics. Um, but I think, you know, one of the key things I want our audience to remember that, um, you know, whether we're dealing with the, and serving the residential or the commercial or the industrial or the uh, municipal um, customers like schools, you know, our mission remains the same, right? Our goal is to provide reliable, low-cost, and non-carbon energy. And in the case of uh, CNI, uh, they depend upon all three factors. Right? One of them is uh, the reliability because they're running businesses, they're running operations, they're manufacturing stuff, they're running retail stores, et cetera. So RMLD has a good track record right now, very few outages. And when we do have an outage, we are very fast to respond. Um, and as they look at the low cost, right, we, um, we have very, very competitive rates um, for this, the commercial and the industrials as well as the residentials and the municipalities. But the other interesting thing, uh, before we kind of jump into our deep questions, just kind of frame the, the discussion, is uh, we, uh, we also provide non-carbon energy. So many of our larger industrial customers um, are interested in making sure that they're compliant with their corporate goals. So um, if, uh, if individuals have a, if people listening to this podcast have an interest in learning how our documentation and our programs can help them meet their uh, sustainability goals, um, I'm going to have them reach out to you, Ryan. So after Great. the podcast, but uh, you know, so a couple of key key questions, right? Um, interesting fun fact. Uh, so out of the uh, the C and I base that represents more than half of our total load in terms of kilowatt hours, um, but they represent less than ten percent of the customer count number of customers. So that means basically that our C and I customers tend to be larger, right? Significantly larger representing half the load, but only 10% of the total customer base. But um, as a result, right, this has a significant impact. What they do uh, has a significant app, uh, impact on uh, our portfolio in terms of how we support them. Um, so we, uh, we have a variety of incentives in place. And Ryan, I'm going to ask you in a second here to talk a little about the incentives we have in place and you know, what we do to help these businesses, these CNI customers become more energy efficient. So Ryan, what are some of the things we do to help them? 
Yeah, so first it's important for RMLT to incentivize and support these businesses and uh, some of these energy efficiency programs because for one, it helps them with cost savings. So anytime a business becomes more energy efficient, um, it'll help them lower some of those operational expenses. Um, and that actually helps us as well because it will reduce our overall demand. Um, and from an environmental perspective and a grid perspective, that's good for reliability. Um, and it touches upon kind of those three things you talked about, reliability, low cost, and um, non-carbon as you become less reliable on some of those uh, fossil fuel resources that we get from the grid. Sweet. Excellent. So cost savings, uh, reduced demand, and environmental impact. So again, hitting all three. Good. Um, you know, one of the uh, one of the programs that we have is our custom rebate program. So uh, I'll, I'll probably ask you just to, to uh, I might um, change it around just a little bit here. Um, let's let's kind of hit question four for a minute, then I'll come back to question three. My apologies, Julie, but uh, you know, what what are some of the programs that we have in place? Um, incentive programs for the customers for the CNI customers. Kind of just a quick highlights on some of them, and then we'll. We'll talk about the unusual stuff, which is the custom, as a follow-up question. Yes. So we have a variety of uh, rebates that are listed on our website and that we promote pretty regularly, uh, the most popular being heat pumps. Um, and it's up to $1,000 per ton for that rebate. Um, and some other popular rebates are panel upgrades, EV chargers, uh, solar panels, um, as well as cordless lawn equipment. Great. And when we talk about panel upgrades, we're talking about basically the, the supply to uh, to the best, you know, the, the distribution panel um, inside the, uh, the customer's businesses. So uh, just on their side of the meter, uh, very valuable. Um, so, you know, every commercial customer and industrial customer, they're all a little bit different. And so let's just talk a little bit about the custom rebate program because we created this for the CNI customers because we wanted to recognize that they're all a little bit different. But so what do we do on the custom program? And just talk a little bit about that if you could. Yeah, so the custom rebate program is designed to encourage electrification, um, but because every business is not the same and we have a lot of businesses in our territory, um, not all rebates fit into a similar category and not all customers need the same rebates. So what we do is we try to work with customers and identify maybe upgrades or different ways that they might be able to become energy efficient and offer rebates for them to do so. Um, so this Custom equipment may be air compressors, chillers, refrigeration systems, um, evaporated fan motors and controls. Um, it really depends, but we're always encouraging customers to reach out to us and ask if there's certain equipment that we might be able to help out and kind of lower the cost so that they might be able to be able to afford uh, the more premium upgrades and be more energy yeah, efficient. Yeah, more premium. The more, so, you know, like if we take air compressors, for example, right? You can buy a basic air compressor or you can buy an energy efficient air compressor. And typically the energy efficient ones are gonna be more expensive. So that sounds like a program where we've encouraged the customers, you know, with the incentive. If they buy a regular one, no incentive from RMLD. They still still might fit their needs. But um, talk a little about the operating cost of a, of a high performance or an energy efficient uh, air compressor. Is that gonna be more or less expensive for them to run? Overall, it would be less expensive for them to run. It might be a higher upfront cost, but over time, that will even out. Yeah, good. So one of the things we do then with our incentive program, the custom program, is we run some calculations, but we provide some of those dollars upfront to, to encourage them to, to upgrade to the more premium, the more energy-efficient product, which in the long run is a benefit to them. So good. That sounds like a good program. Um, really good program. So um, in terms of transportation, right, uh, 
uh, you know, part of the state mandate, the Climate 2021 um, law, the 2021 bill, um, the climate bill as we call it, uh, was focused on buildings. And you talked a little about air source heat pumps as an example, um, so something that affects the buildings and, of course, the panel upgrades to support those. But transportation is another area that that law um, focused on. And so, you know, businesses are increasingly looking to do work with EV chargers. Um, can you talk a little bit about our rebate program and, you know, things that customers might want to think about relative to EV chargers from the uh, commercial industrial perspective? Absolutely. So we have a rebate for EV chargers for all non-residential customers, mm-hmm. up to $1,500 per EV charger. Um, and this is basically to encourage an uh, adoption of uh, EV cars and transportation in our territories. Delivery trucks. Right. Yep. Right. Good, good, good. Yeah, I think that that's a wave that's coming. There's a lot of press right now, pros and cons, et cetera. Um, but, you know, one of the things that our, our audience should remember that the 2021 climate bill put in place that uh, for light-duty vehicles, you know, cars and light-duty trucks, um, 2035 in Massachusetts, um, internal combustion engines will no longer be available for sale. So there'll be a transition point for the 15 years probably, but 2035 is just around the corner. So we at RMLD are, are getting ready for that. Uh, well, we're not only getting ready, but trying to uh, be supportive of the state's goal to uh, become more electrically driven. Um, let's talk about, um, you know, we, we I mentioned in the opening discussion, right, um, our rates are, are significantly lower than investor-owned utilities, right? We are, um, we run the operations very efficiently. We have a very, um, very good power supply portfolio. And as a result, um, that helps reduce our rates. But we also have some special things that we targeted toward the uh, commercial industrials. One of them is the economic development rate. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the economic development rate, what the goal is behind it, um, and maybe some of the facts? And obviously, um, after the podcast, if somebody wants to reach out and learn more details, they can. They can contact you or they can contact the customer service and they'll direct them to the to either you or part of the team. But just for right now, kind of a quick overview. What is that uh, economic development rate all about? So the economic development rate is actually a lower rate than our typical rates um, for commercial commercial and industrial customers, uh, but specifically for new customers that are either relocating to RMLD territory or customers in our territory that are looking to expand um, their load. So this would be a one-year discount for those sort of customers um, to help encourage new business in our territory and then also efficiency at the same time. That's great. If I remember correctly, that's about a one and a half cent roughly reduction off of a typical rate in the 12 to 13 cents. So just about 10% reduction. So it's not uh, it's not small, is it, Julie? It's a, it's a sizable uh, discount to encourage. And our goal is to encourage, as you mentioned, right, um, companies to come and operate in our territory. And, uh, you know, as Julie and I have talked about in other sessions, you know, the geography in terms of where we're located, we're at the intersection of uh, 93 and 128, just north of Boston. So a lot of industrial opportunity. Right. And we do have some new businesses coming to our area we who do. might not be aware of this rate. So they They're coming. Yep. And uh, so as you guys all know, right, Julie publishes each month our, uh, our newsletter to both the uh, CNI group and the residential group. And so hopefully that's another mechanism to keep you guys updated. But new customers, we might, uh, we might highlight one of those coming up. So these new customers... Do they have to opt in to this economic development rate or will it automatically be available to them? 
my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, but they have to opt into it. So when we when we sign them up, we'll we'll uh, one of the things we need to make sure our customer service team is uh, is going to prompt them for some of the large ones. Say, hey, don't forget about this. Um, but it is an opt-in. And uh, I think the way we mentioned before, it's structured. You know, they might um, sign up for the program but not be ready to take power for two or three or four months until they actually get everything organized, et cetera. But we basically have it structured. So uh, on their first bill, uh, the rate is in place, and then it continues for the first 12, 12 monthly bills, which is great. So as Ryan mentioned, a 12-month program. Um, Let's kind of shift gears a little bit about uh, into the solar program, right? So in addition to good rates and our compliance, you know, we do, we are, are in the process of adding solar to our territory, but we also encourage um, customers to add solar. So Ryan, tell us a little about, uh, about you know, kind of our strategy on solar for, for CNI in particular. Yes. Yeah, so we have a lot of customers in our territory who have uh, their own solar where they reach out to developers, put solar on their, uh, their rooftops. Because of our the nature of our territory, there's not a lot of ground mount solar, but we do have a lot of rooftop, which is great. So really maximizing uh, the space that we have. Um, as of recent, RMLD is looking to start owning some of these solar mm -hmm. yeah. projects. Um, and this is mostly because of the Inflation Reduction Act and the investment tax credit that now has become available to RMLD. So in the past, the economics may not have worked out. Um, for RMLD to own solar, but because of these new incentives offered by the state um, and federally, RMLD is now well positioned to own some of these uh, solar projects going on rooftops. And that'll be for the benefit of not only the, uh, the individual customer, because we might do some sort of a lease payment for roof or parking lot or canopy, whatever we might do, but also for all of our customers, right? Because um, one of the things we've, uh, we've uncovered, if we have generation inside of our territory, it is typically a lower cost source of energy. So we are, we are getting back into the generation business um, as well as the distribution business. And as an MLP operating in Massachusetts, we, uh, we have the benefit of being able to do both or in a mix of uh, wholesale provided generation as well as internal generation. So it's really helpful. We're, we do like solar, right? So for our customers to know we like solar, but it's looking more and more like RMLD will be the major provider of it because of the uh, federal and state incentives that are that are unique to MLPs, such as RMLD. So, Ryan, we've talked a about generation, right, in terms of solar. We've talked about uh, different rebates and incentives. Let's kind of shift gears and talk about, you know, where, do, where does somebody get started, right? So, you know, typically where you get started is what is my current energy consumption? So we have a, a commercial energy assessment program. And the intention is to help customers get a sense of, you know, what's the, what's the snapshot, what's the baseline. So talk a little about what we do to help our customers uh, do an initial audit, an initial assessment. Yes. So first, an energy assessment may be something where uh, a vendor comes in and helps identify something in your home or in your, or your building, in this case, commercial buildings or yeah. industrial buildings, um, identify areas that you might be able to save on energy costs or energy consumption. Um, so we offer an upfront 50% uh, incentive of the of the cost of the energy audit, and then if you end up implementing any of these energy efficiency measures, will cover the whole cost of the energy uh, assessment. In addition to that, some of these energy uh, recommendations that these companies might make, um, we also have rebates for that. So it can we can really double down and provide a lot of incentives for these programs. So, to pay, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll cover the first half, and if they actually implement the measures, we'll cover the full cost of the audit itself. Um, 
and that they actually, and if they do implement it, not only the paying for the cost of the assessment, the audit, but also uh, the individual um, uh, measures, as we call them internally, but actions that they take. That's good. So if somebody's interested in doing that, they should reach out to our customer service line and ask to speak with you or Tom or one of the other individuals in the um, IRD team, the integrated resources team. But good, good tip. Very good tip. Um, I guess there's, you know, we've covered a lot of ground um, pretty quickly, which is good news. I think um, you know, the other element, um, if you want to talk very briefly from a commercial industrial perspective, um, are there any other key things that uh, you want our customers to think about, um, either relative to solar, reaching out to you? Does anything else come to mind, just kind of big picture pieces? Um, yes. So I think a big thing for solar is if a commercial industrial building is thinking of putting in a new rooftop, this is a perfect time to now think about solar. So point. If, you're, if you're not thinking about solar and you're thinking about a rooftop, you should be thinking about solar um, and kind of vice versa. versa so. Good. No, that's good. I think that timing is actually perfect. Good reminder. I think the other thing is a reminder to uh, to our customers that are listening to the podcast, particularly C&I, but if they need um, uh, compliance documentation. So, so for some of the larger ones, we actually write an annual letter or we could do a quarterly stuff as well, but documentation relative to the certificates that we re retire on behalf of all of our customers. Um, but it's attributed to the power that they use as well. So we have a we have several customers that are on that program, some of the larger ones, um, but in terms of that uh, compliance obligation that they might have, because they might be a part of a national chain or they might be a regional chain or they might be a global company, um, they might have some goals. So we're very, we're not only able and willing to, but we have it in place already. And just mention the program by name, it's our Renewable Choice program. Renewable Choice program, right. And there's actually two pieces of that Renewable Choice. That's a good, that's a good point, Julie. You know, one element of the renewable choice, they can actually, we have a retirement program for certificates right now, but if customers, whether they're commercial, industrial, or residential, um, if they want to um, hit higher targets in terms of retiring certificates for compliance, that's programs available. And then in addition to that, <clears throat> excuse me, we can provide the documentation behind it. So Julie, we're going to shift gears. Um, we're going to shift gears to our customer question portion of the, of the podcast. So yes. Julie, today's question from the customer. Okay, so before I read the question, I just want to give a gentle reminder to our listeners that we close every episode with a customer question, and you can email us a question that you have to podcast at rmld.com, and we will answer your question on the air. So we always welcome customer questions, and aside from any questions, just if you have any feedback about our podcast, any topics you'd like to see covered, we'd love to hear from you. So don't be shy and reach out to us. So our customer question is from Casey in Reading, who actually asked a question in an earlier episode. So at the time, she had sent an email with multiple questions, which was wonderful. So thank you, Casey. And her question is, I'd be interested in if you were able to provide case study examples of switching to a heat pump and how much money you would save over time. It would be helpful to understand the break-even timelines from the invest in investment and savings from oil and or gas. So Casey, when you had asked the question, we were in the process of compiling these case studies and talking to our customers. 
But we are happy to report that these case studies are now up on our website. So if you go to rmld.com, we have a heat pump guide. You will see them right there. And we'll also be highlighting them in future editions of our newsletter. So thank you for this question. And we hope you find these case studies helpful. And it is something that we're working on on our side to also develop case studies for solar as well. So stay tuned for those. Stay tuned. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Ryan, thank you so very much for being our guest today. I think our audience was able to pick up a lot of things, and um, hopefully as they listen to this and they have questions, they'll reach out to RMLD and paint on the topic. If it's CNI-related, probably reach out to you directly. So thank you, Ryan. As always, Julie, it's a pleasure. So we're going to close this session of today's RMLD's Current Insights. Yes, and if any business is looking to relocate and don't know where to go, you can always come to the RMLD territory. Pays to be an RMLD customer. It is good to be an RMLD customer. Very good. Well, thank you both. Yes, thank you.